is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another episode of If You Don't Like That. And we are brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. And remember, if you have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. New Works will be there with their 24-7 service. Again, that's newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com for all of your plumbing needs and repairs. Well, it has not been a good week in terms of race relations in the world of sports, and a lot of it centers around Kendrick Perkins, the former NBA player, now an ESPN analyst, and he made some outlandish comments regarding Nikola Jokic, the MVP voting. As a matter of fact, one of his comments that he talked about being based on facts was retracted by the crew at ESPN's first take yesterday when they had to say that it was not accurate that the voters are 80% white that vote for the MVP, that the group that votes on the postseason awards such as MVP is much more diverse than Kendra Perkins made it out to be. Now, Perkins is under immense heat, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that J.J. Redick, another former NBA player and ESPN host, went on first take to confront Perkins and had this to say. Just say something. Back, give, Stephen, give a, I, I mean, uh, Stephen, I mean, I mean no offense to you, and I mean no offense to First Take, because I think this show is extremely valuable. It is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. But what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show, where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters that vote on NBA are racist, that are, they, they favor white people. You I just not, said that. I you ju- not, yes, you did. did yes, you did. Not, did yes, you did. That I is did exactly not, what you implied, Kendra Perkins. That is exactly what you implied. Secondly, hold on, hold on. I did not call. I stated the facts. I stated the facts. And you're not about to sit up We all know what you implied the other day. We all know what you implied this time. Hold on. I stated it. It's the facts. It's the facts. Kendrick Perkins looks very bad for the way he's handled this entire situation. Charles Barkley, he weighed in. He went on Altitude Sports Radio and said, quote, I'm sure 
he don't give a damn about those idiots talking about him on TV either. If I know the Joker, he probably just got out of bed, probably got a good night's sleep. The Nuggets, they won a tough game last night. Michael Malone probably should have given them the day off and let them sleep in the day after that game. I'm pretty sure he's not in for all this silliness. You can't tell me because the number doesn't make sense. Does he know, talking about Perkins, does he know how many voters are white, actually? Or did he pull 80% out of his ass? My point is, if on five white guys have won MVP in the last 30 years, that makes zero sense, his argument. Zero sense. Because if that was the case, we'd have a lot more white MVPs. Wouldn't the numbers be that way? Way worse He called Perkins' take, quote, one of the stupidest things I've heard. He then went on and said this. I always talk about ESPN disease. A lot of these guys, when they get on TV and stuff, they're like, well, I'm on ESPN. I got to say something provocative. And you know the thing about it, you're always going to get some fools out there. You guys probably get some fools calling in agreeing with him. That's the thing that bothers me at times. I can promise you this. I've never said anything on television just to get clicks. That doesn't mean I've been right or wrong, whatever. But I've never said something like, well, I know people are going to react and go crazy. Let me say this. And this is what bothers me also. And I love what Charles Barkley has to say here. Man, race is such a touchy subject because very few people have a pure heart. We can talk about race as much as you want to, as long as you're going to be fair and honest. But to slander this man, Jokic, in this situation is just total BS. Really incredible week. And again, Kendrick Perkins looks awful. But see, here to me is the bigger story. And it's exactly what Charles Barkley said when he said, man, race is such a touchy subject because very few people have a pure heart. To me, what makes it a touchy subject are too many people getting a microphone in front of them, particularly people of color like Stephen A. Smith and like Kendrick Perkins, and always using the race card because they know that no one's going to call them out, except for in this case, J.J. Reddick had a backbone, got a pair, and called out not only Kendrick Perkins, but ESPN's first take. That is very rare. You want to know why? Because people don't want to get canceled. People like their income. People like their jobs. They like to be able to support their families. They like to have a certain lifestyle. So when you see the Stephen A. Smiths of the world make outlandish comments as it relates to race, in other words, looking at a coach being fired who's black and assuming that the only reason why that coach got fired is black, and there are many other examples, that to me does a lot of damage in terms of the race relations in this country. You just can't make blanket statements. And we've talked about racism. Racism exists not only in the United States, but all over the world. But I don't think it's nearly what you read on social media and listen to the Stephen A. Smiths of the world. Not from my personal experience. I find that out in public, that people, for the most part, get along very well, enjoy talking to one another, enjoy helping one another, And it's not based on ethnicity or religion or sexuality. It's just people being people. And for the most part, people are very good and very helpful. 
But when you go to the race card, like Stephen A. Smith has done on numerous occasions, like Kendrick Perkins did this week, you're putting a wedge in between groups of people. And I don't understand why we have to continually talk about the black community or the white community or the Asian community or the Hispanic community as opposed to we are all living in the United States of America. Yeah, we all have different backgrounds, different ethnicities based on our family roots, whether your family immigrated from Africa or somewhere in Europe or they came from Mexico or they came from Asia, wherever the case is, okay? We're all people. We all want, for the most part, the same thing in this country, right? Most of us are good people. We don't mind putting our arm around our neighbors and helping one another. But when we have a continuing, this has really happened a lot over the last couple of years, when people of color with a microphone in front of them can't win an argument, so they go to the race card because they know they won't be challenged in America. That's right, because people turn their head the other way, right? Again, Martin Luther King, one of his most famous quotes, our lives begin to end the day we remain silent about things that matter. J.J. Reddick's life's not about to end. His life is going to be very prosperous and very lengthy. You know why? Because he didn't turn his head, okay? Because he said, you know what? This is important. This matters. And me, I'm going to come out and I'm going to make my opinion known. And because J.J. Reddick had the gall, the balls, call it whatever you want, the backbone to take on ESPN and Kendrick Perkins, now others have fallen in line. And I think that's a real big step. And here's the step. This has been educational this week, okay? I think if you probably could talk to Kendrick Perkins privately, he would tell you the same thing. I don't know what Stephen A. Smith would tell you, but from my observation, this is actually a good thing because, once again, it creates dialogue. But here's the dialogue that I think is important. We need to stop putting people in groups. We need to stop talking about black and white. I'm so tired of the talk about black and white, okay? It's not white versus black and it's not black versus white okay it's we are all living in the same country yes we understand that racism exists we understand that there are rich people we understand there were poor people we understand that there were good white people we understand there were bad white people we understand there were good black people we understand there were bad black people we get it okay but we need to stop having white versus black and black versus white Okay, and the black versus white narrative going to the race card whenever a coach gets fired or when a white player wins an MVP as opposed to a black player or what have you, we need to stop it. Okay, we need to stop talking about Lamar Jackson didn't get a huge deal because of the color of his skin. Well, just look at the highest paid quarterbacks right now in the National Football League and you tell me, are they white or are they black? So again, these arguments just do not hold up. And again, you just can't go to the race card to support your argument because you know that no one's going to confront you. Well, Kendrick Perkins, you were confronted. You were called out by J.J. Reddick and he made you look really bad. And I'm not saying that Perkins needs to be fired, but I don't understand why he is on ESPN programming in the first place. Is that really want what ESPN wants? Do they really want misinformation from a racial perspective going over their airwaves? And based on numerous examples over the past couple of years, the answer appears to be an alarming yes. In a nutshell, why can't we all get along. 
I'll tell you this, and you, you tell me if you agree or disagree. I have had many phenomenal conversations with people, okay, of all ethnicities, generations, from different parts of the world. And the most compelling, the, the most common theme, the one thing that always sticks out to me after talking with people is they judge people the way I judge people. They judge people on whether they're good or whether they're not. And they choose their friends based on whether they are good people or they're not good people. They don't choose their friends on the color of their skin or their religion or their sexuality. Unfortunately, in America now, people have ended friendships and choose their friends based on their political affiliation, which makes zero sense to me. As I said, I'm a New York Giants fan. I don't give a damn who the mayors and Tish vote for, but I told you a story of a lot of my friends in Dallas who are conservatives stopped supporting the Dallas Mavericks and turned in their season tickets because of Mark Cuban and the last two elections and how outspoken he was against Trump and the Republican Party. And these people actually stopped going to the games. I, I, don't, I don't care what the owners of my teams do politically. I don't care. It's America. You want to vote for Trump? Vote for Trump. You want to vote for Biden? Vote for Biden. Okay, to me, I I don't paint you with a broad brush and go, oh, gee, you voted for Biden. You're this or you're that. Oh, gee, you voted for Trump. You're this or that. I I don't live my life that way. I talk to people. I find out what they believe in, what their interests are. Okay, what do they want for this country? You know, you need to sit down and have conversations. Maybe, just maybe, because of what we watched this week in the last 10 days or so on ESPN, maybe we are creating more dialogue. Maybe that resonated with Stephen A. Smith. Maybe the fact that Reddit called out ESPN and Stephen A.'s show, which is First Take, and he is Mr. ESPN and Mr. First Take. Maybe Stephen A. walked away from that show and said, you know what, maybe J.J.'s right. You know, maybe we do have a problem here. Maybe we need to take a step back. Maybe we need to have more dialogue, more education. Maybe we need to stop using the race card so often. When Will America, and particularly those of color who are in the media, stop using the race card all the time? There are certain certain times when it is very appropriate, and most of us know when that is, but there are many other times when we just raise our eyebrows and shake our head and say, what a travesty. And many of us do it quietly. Many of us do it silently. But I can tell you that there are many that looked at Kendrick Perkins over the last week or so and shook their head and said they were disgusted. How would you not be disgusted over the comments that came out of his mouth? Good for J.J. Redick. Good for him to have the backbone. And hopefully this creates more dialogue. It is now time for our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. Brian asked, what's the highest seed you think the Kings could make for the playoffs? I think two. I don't think they would catch Denver. They're in a dogfight with Memphis for two. I still would not rule out Phoenix, even though Durant might be out a couple of weeks. But I, I think two would be the highest. Mike wants to know, what countries and cities have you been to that you did not enjoy and would never go back to? That's a great question. Mm, that I would never go back to? I don't know if I would ever say I would never go back to a particular country. There are those that are on my list to, to visit again. Um, you know, I probably wouldn't go back to India. And I had a great time visiting the uh, Taj Mahal. But the poverty in India is uh, striking. 
and it bothered me a little bit in terms of you go from like I'm not exaggerating like high society high class and 50 yards away are the slums and I found the people to be incredibly helpful and nice when I was there and I was only there for uh, three days but I probably wouldn't put it on my list to go back to. I wouldn't say I would never go back, but I saw it. I've done it. Uh, But the poverty in that country is striking. It really is striking. Aaron asks, is the average sports broadcaster better than they were a decade or two ago? Why do you believe they are or aren't? I don't think they are, no. You know, I, I think that the legends of our profession are from yesteryear. So to me, the broadcasters were better years ago than they are now. I think paying your dues, I think having worked so hard as a kid, there were internships that were affordable and you truly, you know, worked your way up the ladder. And there are some great broadcasters right now. I mean, Ian Eagle is tremendous. You know, I look at him and he does all the sports. Kenny Albert does all the sports. I'm not saying that there aren't some really good broadcasters, but I don't think they are as numerous as they were 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. That's just my opinion. All right, Derek wants to know, what does Lamar Jackson's non-exclusive tack mean for his future? Well, if he, if he doesn't get an offer sheet, he'll make $32 million this year. If he does get an offer sheet, Baltimore will have five days to match the offer. What does it mean? I can't answer that just yet, Derek. We will find out. Reed asks, is LeBron crazy for saying that Bronny is definitely better than some players currently in the NBA? Well, it's a proud dad. You know, he plays against his son a lot. So, you know, is it crazy to say he's better than some Yeah, it could be possible that he's better than some. Kevin asked, do the Yankees not have enough good players to be a top team? Well, they're still a top team. They already have a lot of injuries, and we haven't even started the season. No, they have enough top players. Do do they have enough to win the World Series? Not in my opinion. Colin wants to know, do I believe there is tampering going on with Lamar Jackson? I'm not sure what you mean by that. You'd have to embellish that. I, I, I don't... I don't see tampering going on. I really don't. Ben wants to know, what do you think about everything Fred Van Vliet said about the refs? Ben? Make sure you don't miss Grant's rant coming up next. Greg asks, should the Panthers try to move up and draft a quarterback? Yes, I think they should. And Rob wants to know, why do no teams want Lamar Jackson anymore? Why do you say that? How do you know that no teams want Lamar Jackson anymore? I wouldn't be so sure of that. I, I think there are a lot of teams out there that want Lamar Jackson. But, again, you know, you can only afford what you can afford. Thanks very much for the questions on Crowd Ultra. Again, go to crowdultra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. It's time for Rant. 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 And today's rant is brought to you by Zoom 180. Go to zoom180.com and check out this revolutionary new flashlight with five LEDs. It is absolutely awesome. Again, it's there for you at Zoom 180.com and remember there's a full 100% money back guarantee if you are not fully satisfied with your flashlight well Fred Van Vliet yesterday fined $30,000 by the NBA for ripping official Ben Taylor after the Raptors lost to the Clippers 108 to 100 all right now Van Vliet apologized yesterday 
said, speaking for a lot of guys, obviously I was frustrated, emotional. And then he went down and said, you will see me make mistakes in real time and make things that are not always perfect. A little unprofessional for my standard. So it was unfortunate. Okay, and he said this, if you missed his comments, quote, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought Ben Taylor was effing terrible tonight. I think that on most nights, you know, out of the three officials, there's one or two that just F the game up. It's been like that a couple of games in a row. Losing on Monday at Denver was tough. Obviously, you come out tonight competing pretty hard and I get a bullshit tech that changes the whole dynamic of the game change the whole flow of the game most of the refs are trying hard I like a lot of the refs they're trying hard they're pretty fair and communicate well and then you got the other ones who just want to be a D and just kind of F the game up and no one's coming to see that shit they come to see the players Marcus Smart was asked about the officiating on Thursday and he said I don't know if you saw Fred Van Vliet's interview that's all I'm going to say this is another problem for the NBA with many other problems. Load management is a problem. Officiating this year has been a problem. Quite frankly, it has not been very good. There have been way too many mistakes. But for a player to single out one official and basically imply bias, that is a pretty strong comment. Make no mistake about it. And that's my rant for today. And that is my podcast for today. Have yourself a fabulous weekend. And thank you so much for listening to If You Don't like that. So long, everybody. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.